All right, and we're up. Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea and my bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And right here's Cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tizzy Homer? <laughs> hey, baby, what's going on? Oh, man, I fired up. Mm. It's some SEC football, some real conference games. Yep. Hearts are going to be broken. Mm-hmm. Fans are going to be in the mentions one way or another. Well, if you lose, you're probably just, it, you know that gif where you're throwing the computer out the window? <laughs> That's what it is for the people that are going to be losing some That's of these right. games. We, we got a loaded, loaded lineup. I'm ready to get into it. How about you? Absolutely, man. I mean, it's like Christmas Eve, you know, and you just, <laughs> you're just hoping you get some good gifts tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'll, I'll say this. Let's see, it's what, 6, what time is it? 6 Six o'clock? 6 one. Yeah, so, I mean, it may be this time tomorrow you don't hear from me because it's just going <laughs> bad, you know, I may just disappear. So, that's, that's what I love about college football is it's an emotional roller coaster. And uh, we got some we got some great games this week, Mike. Now, before we get into it, though, Shane, I do got to ask. Now, you know, don't give it away right this second. Yeah. But how much thought and consideration did you give to your lock of the week? Because I'm like the rest of these fans. I'm just hoping and praying you didn't pick my school as your lock. <laughs> you know, honestly, I probably gave it a little more thought this time than I ever have. Uh, not gonna lie, I, I didn't. I didn't want to hurt some of these teams, so you know it's like I've got to pick one, and then right. but I don't want to just pick one. I want to pick one I truly believe that is going to be a winner, you know. And and I will say this: if, if you guys are on my bookie and you're putting that money up right now, you've had a good run. But it's my turn, right? It's my turn to make some money. So I don't want to be the grim reaper of picks, Mike. I want to be the the leprechaun, you know what I'm saying? Showing you where the gold's at. That's that's what I want to see this week. So I feel like this is my week. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into the picks, brother. Oh, we just got a, do- a do- donation. Go Hogs from Aaron. And again, Mizzou is trash. That not <laughs> us. That's Aaron saying it. Just. Uh oh. They're saying your mic is a little. Mine. A little wonky. Crank you down a little bit. I'm really just hitting buttons. I don't know what I'm doing over here, but. All right. Okay, yeah, half the people say they can't hear you. Half the people say they hear you fine. So okay. I don't know what's going on. All right, all right. All right, so let's get into it, Shane. Oh, wait, real quick before we jump into it. Yeah. I just thought this was interesting. A couple of stats here, just real quick. Uh, pace, pace of play, snaps per minute. Yeah. So how many snaps you're taking? Tennessee, number one in the country. Right. Florida, 107th. Huge difference there. Yeah. LSU, 14, mm-hmm. Mississippi State, 86. So, again, a big disparity there. And then one that's uh, – <laughs> I don't know how enjoyable this is going to be. Uh, it's going to be a quick-ass game. BYU, 110. Yeah. Arkansas, 107. Oh. So, they're, gonna be, they're going slow. Three to nothing, that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I figured that was the problem. Bad guys. We were going through the computer audio. Oh. That's what it was. All right. So, hey, five minutes in, it's wrecked, but I think we fixed it now. Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks in, playing like damn Kentucky out here. <laughs> Just kidding, Bobcats. I love you. <laughs> All right, Shade. So, uh, oh, yeah, real quick. We, and we also got one game, no spread. Yeah. But we, we still 
Last year, so much backlash. You got to pick a spread for all these games yeah. or, or, or a score. Sanford at Auburn, mm-hmm. no spread, no consensus spread. That's why we don't, we don't, uh, there's no picks against the spread, but we'll still give a score. What will you be looking for from Auburn as they play Sanford here this weekend, coming off that big win at Cal? Yeah, good one, man. And I think it's pretty easy here. It's the offense. It was just, it was terrible last week. It, it felt like we took a big dip there and we're still having a little tough time finding our identity. Um, I, 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 I thought that this would be more of a running team this year, and it just seems like it's just been a hodgepodge of whatever's available. So, you know, find that chemistry early this week. That you, I wish you could take a picture of this. There is just <laughs> – it looks like those old games you used to play and you plug in the dots, you know what I'm saying, make a little creature. There's so many colored squares over here. So now, okay, you didn't hear any of that. Just know – like Tenacious D, that that was the greatest, the the greatest analysis of the day, and I just can't repeat it. It was so damn good. But you ask me about Auburn, I'll, I'll just simplify. Just get it. the score. Run Let's the get ball. The score. Run, Run the, the ball. ball. Get it going. Auburn's going to win it big. Forty-five. Sanford six. Uh, Auburn starting out the season three and zero. Oh. Come on now. Yeah, and I got forty-two three. I, I want to see that offense getting going there. Um, at Auburn, I mean that was it was pretty rough against yeah. Cal, but obviously different competition. Mm-hmm. Get things ready for Texas A and M. Man, these comments shade are so good. <laughs> Just oh. smile, look pretty shade. <laughs> Just a bunch of Tennessee red dicks. Oh, now loud and clear, they got us now. Though, okay, but, uh, so that that was my bad. I apologize, but yeah. So Auburn, yeah, yeah, they got to win this one big. I really just want to see the offense get picked up. That's, that, it. that's the message that's it. right there. Because we're not going to learn anything against no, Sanford. No. But you know where you are going to learn something, brother? Over at Prize Picks. And I got some <laughs> great prize picks before we get into our game selections. Head on over to prizepicks.com. Put in that promo code SEC. They'll match your initial deposit up to 100 bucks. This is daily fantasy sports. And all, the reason we love prize picks is they got college football selections, Shane. Mm-hmm. You ready to hear my prize picks? Yes, sir. All right. So, Will Rogers. They've not been throwing it, throwing it near as enough as they want. Mm-hmm. It's got to change. Yeah. Because LSU can't stop anyone right. from throwing the football. So give me Will Rogers over 226 and a half passing yards. That that feels like a lock, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like that, Mike. I like that. And, again, a little bit of a gut check. I'm not saying that you're predicting this, but if you feel like Mississippi State's going to be down here, they can't just turn around and run the ball and throw screens the entire game. So, yes. Right. I'd like to see some downfield production there. Now, how about this one, Shane? I know you're going to like this one. <laughs> Brew McCoy. Yeah. Over 52 and a half receiving yards against them Gators. 52. I mean, that's old, that's old reliable there. You know what I'm saying? And Yeah. And I feel like in this game, you're going to have to have some check downs. Brew's your guy. So, I like that one. Good okay. pick. Uh, one more. Now, this is this is a given, Shane. Yeah. I mean, these other two, Brew McCoy and Will Rogers, I feel good about. This is a given. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Over half a rushing touchdown. So, he's just got to have one. Just one. Just one. And anytime they get near the goal line, you know, they've got some backs, but they don't have a great back. Yeah. They, they're giving it to Jaden. Come on. Come on. Come give on. me a touchdown Just here. one touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. Got to get out there, and, and, and that's it's in his DNA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When he gets in that red zone, he is a little bit quicker to pull and run. So, yeah, I like that one. All right, Shane. Oh, and, of course, we got to let everybody know before we lock it down, before we make our picks, 
brought to you by MyBookie. So head on over to MyBookie.ag today. Put in that promo code, that SEC. They'll give you a 50% initial deposit bonus all the way up to 1000 bucks. So you can have $1,500 in your account today. Yeah. Fade our picks. Become rich. <laughs> buy us a studio. Buy us a working mic. Please, for the love of God, help us out over here. Sign up for MyBookie.ag today. Uh, and don't forget, most important part, that promo code, that SEC. That's the most important part, and that's the best way to help this show growing. As we, yeah, we clearly, absolutely. we clearly need to grow here. Yeah, no, and and again, we've if you've been on there, you've made a ton of money fading me and Mike here, but maybe mainly me. But I'm thinking, Mike, this is my this is my week. My I'm coming back, baby. Right. Oh yeah, and someone they're asking in the comments, is this legal? Hundred percent legal. Yeah. And yeah. So absolutely, my, my bookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh my right. gosh. How about this one, Shane? Alabama mm-hmm. on the road at South Florida. Crimson Tide favored by thirty-two and a half points. Over under sixty-one. Game kicks off three thirty Eastern, two thirty Central on ABC. What you think, Alabama? Do they bounce back? Yeah, Mike. This one, <laughs> not maybe it's not the revenge tour, but it's definitely a revenge start this week. And and I would hate to be South Florida because they're going to be aggressive, mm-hmm. mainly on offense. There's going to be a lot of passing in this game, Mike. I, I I'm surprised that's not one of your your prize picks because they got to get that right. They got to get it correct. They got to get it fixed. They were exposed a little bit last week. You know who was exposed the most, though, is that offensive line. So if you're talking about looking forward to something in this game, how do they rebound? How do they? I would love to see nothing more than Jalen not have to run. You know, and he's still going to because again, that's that's what he likes to do. But we're going to have to work on this on this intermediate throwing, downfield throwing, progression. Just get it right because if he can't get it right in South Florida, then we need to look to option B. Yeah. If if Alabama is going to seriously make some noise in the SEC, so again, not expecting much of a ball game here. Um, I a lot of points, a lot of points expected for Alabama, but I still think, I still think Bama hits it. So give me Alabama fifty two, South Florida ten. Ooh, a lot of great comments, Shane. Mike, why don't you just double the amount? Cousin Shane does it, and just do the opposite. I mean, that's a, that's a brilliant strategy Jeez, right there. You know, smart. What? That is smart. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I like a lot of what you said. Tennessee offensive coordinator Alex Golish from last yeah. year. He's the new head coach at South Florida. That's right. So they're doing the Josh Heupel type offense down mm-hmm. here. They ain't got Hannon Hooker and right. Jalen Hyatt and, and all those uh, Cedric Tillman. They ain't got him. So what they do got though, Shane, is the number a hundred and eleventh. Scoring defense in the country at South Florida. So <laughs> this is a game where Alabama gets right. They can do whatever the hell they want. But really what I'll be looking for more than anything is just how many quarterbacks play. Yeah. Is it Jalen Milrow, get, you know, a get-right game, leave him in there? Or do they let Buckner in there a lot? Right. Do they let Ty Simpson in there, see what they can do before conference play heats up. That's more than anything, that's what I'm interested from this Alabama game. Uh, do you make a point? To get one of those guys in earlier in this game, instead of waiting till we got a forty-point game or thirty-point yeah. game, do you do you try to ease one in maybe on a series or, or two? Do you see something like that happening this week? I think so. Yeah. I, I think you kind of have to. Yeah, because this is one of your last. This is your last tune-up, really. Yeah, before uh, SEC play. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that. So I'm going Alabama, Shane, 42. A little less than mm. you. South Florida, 13. I gave yeah. him that extra three because they're running the hypo <laughs> system down there. You know what? Oh, man. You could be careful going three and out with Bama. I'll tell you that right now. All right. How about this one, Shane? UL Monroe mm-hmm. at Texas A&M. Aggies favored by 36 mm-hmm. and a half points at home. The over-under is 53 and a half. Yeah. This game's at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 Central on SEC Network. And I didn't realize this, Shane, until I, I just saw it on Feinbaum. Uh, their coach... Uh, well, I knew it was Terry Bowden, because Stephen Lassen told us that on the Tuesday show. But he recruited a guy out of, out of high school to play mm-hmm. quarterback. His first, you have any idea who his first Terry Bowden's first quarterback was? Terry Bowden's first quarterback? No, Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> so this this relationship goes back a long yeah. way. That's the nicest thing I can say about you, Alvaro. <laughs> they go get their ass stopped. What do you got in this one? Yeah, absolutely. They and they and they should, but there is a little bit of pause for me because. You know, the first bad game we had last year, it never really bounced back. You right. know what I'm saying? And so there's a there's that little devil on my shoulder saying, hey, be careful putting money on this game because Jimbo's hurt you before. So that's part part of it. But, again, against a team like UL Monroe, this is a perfect opportunity to come out here and fix those stupid mistakes you made last week. You know, make sure the logo's been in for two, three weeks. Make sure nobody claps. Make sure there's no equipment problems. Yeah. If you do all that, guess what? Texas A&M's going to steamroll these guys, and they're going to. But I just think there's too many points right here, Mike. I, I'm I'm afraid to, to – what is it, 36? 36 is it? and yeah. a half is what I got. So, close, but I'm not going to do it. 14, UL Monroe. Give me Texas A&M 41. Ooh. Anything you look at in particular in this one? Um, maybe secondary rotation or rec- – I mean, is there anything in particular you're looking for this game? UL Monroe yeah. has the number 114th scoring offense in the country. Mm-hmm. And we're about out on DJ Durkin after yeah. – I mean, it was one performance, but it was a horrible, horrible right. performance. This needs to be the damn shutout type game. This needs to be – they score more than 10. Yeah. Of course, this will probably be a game with the backups playing all that, but I don't care. Seven, three, it's got to be like that. Yeah. Otherwise, we got some real issues here. So, defense, defense, defense. Keep that momentum going on with uh, Wigman and the receivers. Yeah. But we're not going to learn anything from Wigman and the receivers. We need to be physical in the line of scrimmage, short game, help the defense out. That's what I'll have my eye on as Texas A&M wins 48. <laughs> I ain't selling my stock in Connor Wigman. UL Monroe, 10, which even I'm saying that 10, I'd be a little bit disappointed if yeah. they score that many. But I think – Just a shutout. Yeah. They need it. They need it. The fans need it. So yep. I need it. I need it. <laughs> we all need it because we just need to know that they're – this isn't last year, you know, that we've, we've, we've learned and we're moving on. Mm-hmm. All right, Shane, next on the docket here, mm-hmm. Vanderbilt at UNLV. Vanderbilt. Favored by four and a half on the road, over under fifty nine points. A seven o'clock Eastern, six Central on CBS Sports Network. Yeah, UNLV brother, they're one and one. Yeah, they beat Bryant. You ever heard of Bryant? No, me neither. <laughs> what you learn doing <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> uh, and they beat. They lost to Michigan thirty five to seven. So yeah. that's that's all I know about UNLV. Who wins this game? 
Well, Mike, this actually is going to be a game, I believe. It shouldn't be, but it will be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm kind of jealous about those Vandy fans. Last year, they got to go to Hawaii. <laughs> now they're going to Vegas. Why does Vandy get all the cool shit, you know? New stadium and everything. Yep. Uh, but they, they got to put it together, man. Um, last week was a total disappointment. They're leading all the stats, Mike. How <laughs> even though they've got more games than everybody. So, of course, they're naturally going to be ahead of those. But Swan needs to take that step forward. I mean, is he really going to be the guy? You know, I'm I've had, I'm kind of having my doubts, and I don't want that because I spent all offseason telling you how good this kid's going to be, and he's just been disappointing me a little bit. So, going to need some help. they got some playmakers. If they do it, they piece it together, they can go out there and win a game. This one's going to come down the wire, though, Mike. Afraid to put money on it. Not quite Morristown Honda in this thing. But I do have Vanderbilt scoring last, 28, UNLV, 21. Mm. Vandy getting their third win of the season. You know, uh, credit to our uh, fans here, Shane, that yeah. are showing up. They've, they've found one hell of a way to troll me. They're like, oh, I can't hear it. Then I'm over here freaking out, and they're like, nah, we can hear it. We can hear it just fine. <laughs> like, Damn it, you got me again. So, oh, uh, yeah, that's my life. But, Shane, it's also funny. I'm seeing in the comments all these Arkansas fans, they're out on UNLV. They hate Barry. They hate Michael Schur, the, yeah. the defensive coordinator. They Hell, hate Mizzou them all. hates them too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. If Vanderbilt loses this game, and it's kind of sad, they're only a four-point, four-and-a-half-point favorite yeah. against UNLV that their only wins over Bryant. You can't beat this team. I'm, I got serious concerns about, you know, again, we're not putting Clark on the hot seat and inheriting no. such a mess. But, you know, I, I was thinking this will be progress. And this will not be progress if we don't win this one. So there's there's pressure, I think, on Vanderbilt for the first time ever. But I think they're good enough to go on the road, get this win. It'll be a low-scoring game. We actually have the same spread but different points. Vanderbilt 27, UNLV 20 yeah. is why, what I got it. And uh, the fact that Bobby Petrino was down here and got hired for about two weeks and said, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. You got to look around that locker room, you know? Yeah. I said, I ain't about that life. <laughs> All right, Shane, how about uh, let's go Georgia Tech mm-hmm. at Ole Miss. Yeah. Ole Miss, favored by 18 at home. Yeah. Over under 63 total points. 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on SEC Network. Georgia Tech lost to Louisville, and they beat South Carolina State. Dangerous teamer. Yeah. Who wins it? I don't think this is a game at all, Mike. I, I I believe Ole Miss has arrived. I think right now, out of the West, they're the best-looking team right now, and they're going to continue to do that. Now, that's a lot of points. Georgia Tech, this ain't your papa's Georgia Tech. We're not going to see the, the wishbone and all that fun stuff in the backfield. They're going to throw. But I will say this one is going to come close to the spread. Don't be surprised if Georgia Tech doesn't get a couple late scores here. Makes that side interesting. I'm fully expecting Ole Miss to come out, put these points up early, and just play keep away the rest of the game. So Ole Miss, I've got 42, which I get in the third quarter, and Georgia Tech 20. You know, I'm right there. I share some of your your thoughts there, Shane. I mean, going on the road, beating Tulane, that was a nice win. I kind of mocked it a little bit last week, but yeah. and I'll tell you why, brother. Tulane out recruits Vanderbilt by twenty spots. Yeah, and Tulane whipped Ole Miss at the line of scrimmage. 
That's concerning. That's very concerning to me. So they got to get that cleaned up. That's why Judkins not been able to run the ball. You better believe Georgia Tech, with its number 88 scoring defense in the country. <laughs> I mean, if we can't whip this group at the line of scrimmage, we have got that's, – that's how you take down Bama. Yeah. That's how Texas did it. And Ole Miss ain't there yet. And we're getting all hyped up. Can they beat Bama? Can they beat LSU? Can they beat Arkansas back-to-back-to-back weeks? They can't with this offensive line playing the way they are. So, mm-hmm. until further notice, brother, and, and this is with Jukins. Yeah. This is with Jackson Dart playing out of his mind. I I think Georgia Tech covers in this game. Do you really? I really do. Yeah. yeah. So, give me Ole Miss 30, Georgia Tech 14. I, I don't think it's going to be that competitive a ball game, but the 18 is is too much for me. Yeah. Well, I mean – and Georgia Tech's been putting some points out. That's why I'm saying I'm expecting more of a, a last-second rally. Um, so if you're having doubts a little bit, definitely steer clear of this one. But I don't ever think the game's in jeopardy, you know. And, right. Uh, well, I'm right there with yeah. you. But I'm just saying 18 points. Yeah. Yeah, a little too much. Especially with – with maybe if Ole Miss had all their players healthy. They got a lot of players banged yeah. up. And maybe that's why they're they're not – Hell, I'm saying they're not living up to potential. They're undefeated. They got arguably the best win in the SEC. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to shame them, but I don't think they're – I think we need to pump the brakes on them winning the West and all this until they prove they can, they can get it going on the ground. Yeah. I really do okay. think. All right. All right, how about this one, Shane? BYU mm-hmm. at Arkansas. Big-time matchup here. Razorbacks favored by eight. Mm-hmm. The over-under is only 47 and a half. See, they're looking at that that snap. Figure because they're like, there ain't gonna be many snaps in this one yeah. with a 40, 47 and a half over under. 730 Eastern, 630 Central on ESPN2. Mm-hmm. It's not often Arkansas gets a home field late at night, nationally televised. This, this will be a one hell of an environment. BYU's 2 and 0 on the season, but they've just played Sam Houston and Southern Utah. Get the hell out of here with that. Tell me how bad the Arkansas is gonna win this game. Tell me. First, let me explain, Arkansas fans. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, BYU, let me just switch my score now. Oh, no, no. I'm telling you, man, I've been thinking about this for for a little while. This was when I was thinking about my lock. This game keeps popping up, popping up, popping up. And the main reason, brother, was that defense. You know, the defense had me sold last week. The defense is – it's a shame more people haven't got to see the, these guys play. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them going to be watching this week, probably putting a lot of money out there on this Arkansas <laughs> BYU game. But I'm telling they're you, going off. They're they're hoping to put in the money hey, now. Listen, Get them to listen. Them Mormon they serve beer over at that state because them Mormons going to need some at the end of this one because it's going to be a total ass beat down is what I'm expecting. Yeah, uh, this defense going to tighten up. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna suffocate BYU. Yeah, this is not gonna be a gay brother. Uh, I know BYU looks pretty coming in here with the record and, <laughs> and and the points they put on, but I'm telling you, they're they're walking into a buzzsaw. It's gonna be at night. It's gonna be rowdy. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So let me go ahead and get this lock <laughs> put down. Arkansas 35, BYU Ooh. barely gets 17. This was almost my lock too. We're Shane. due. We're due. Arkansas, come on. I need your help. I need you to get me out of this rut, all right? (laughs) I'm going broke over here. (laughs) Yeah, they're not too happy, Shane. But they they want me to let you know, they do serve $10 beers in Razorback Stadium. (laughs) So we got that going again. But, uh, 
Yeah, I mean. Now, do they have that bar thing set up yet, or is that oh, going to yeah. be next year? That's this okay. year. Oh, yeah, they got it. Okay. Because we'll be down there next That's year. That's where they got those yeah. $10 beers. Probably not going to be welcome if they lose this one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. They're not going to. But, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot that people are not paying attention to when it comes to the Arkansas Razorbacks, brother. They lead the SEC right now in turnover margin. They're at mm-hmm. plus six. They're playing lights out there. Number one rush defense in the SEC is Arkansas. Yeah. Number two scoring defense. And number two pass efficiency. That Even that surprised me. But where we got to clean up? Number 12 in the SEC in rushing Yep. Y- yards per rush and rushing touchdowns and 14 in total offense. This has got to be a get-right game yep. for K.J. Well, K.J.'s playing fine, but he needs help at the rece- at, at offensive line. No rocket. That's a little bit of concern. But, again, this is a BYU team that they're 2-0, and but they beat no one with a pulse. No. Nope. So it's hyped up their, you know, their, their standing a little bit here. This should be – an easy, easy win. I, re- I really do think. And this this is a game, though, Shane, and people were mad that we even said, like, same, you know, Sam Pittman be on a hot, not hot seat, but just the questions will start if he loses this game. Yeah. And it's not nothing against Sam, but it's everything you just said. And I'm looking at these comments. They're saying, we're going to win by 50. We're going to yeah. win by 60. How in the hell can you go from we're going to win by 50 to 60 and then – if you lose that game, I mean, you're going to be mad as hell. Absolutely. We're going to be mad as hell. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at. You should beat the hell out of BYU, and I think they will, Shane. I think you're 100% right. I'm only locking it up or not locking it up because you did, so I don't <laughs> feel great about it. So BYU is probably going to cover. But give me Arkansas 30, BYU 13. The defense is leading the charge, which is fantastic yep. given how, how rough the defense was last year. Tremendous job. Right, right now the Broyles Award – Nation's top assistant coach. They they do it out of the state of Arkansas, named after, of course, Frank Broyles. Travis Williams, defensive coordinator, yeah. he's got to be leading candidate, I would Definitely think, out of the SEC. Up. So yeah. he's doing a hell of a job. Arkansas 13, BYU 30, 30 to 13. I can't speak, yeah. but I'm, I'm so fired up about this game. <laughs> I can't talk right now. You know what? And we got to wait till not to watch it. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a real good game. And, and I feel like it's going to be one of those that at halftime you're going to be like, you know what, Shane's off the hook. Yep. You know, he was on to something here. John Wilson, appreciate you. He just gave us 10 bucks, Shane. And we, didn't even have, we don't even have to do anything for him. You know, no gimmicks <laughs> yeah. or anything. He just really appreciates the time and effort y'all put in the show. Thank you. And I promise, you. promise I'll set it up better next time. Now that he can hear us, he gave it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about uh, Akron at Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Kentucky. Favored by 25 and a half points. Over under 49 and a half. What happened now? Oh, I'm just, I don't know. Some people are saying they can't hear, but everybody else is saying they can hear. Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Kentucky favored by 25 and a half points. Over under 49 and a half. Yeah. 730 Eastern, 630 Central on ESPNU. Akron's one and one. They lost to Temple and beat Morgan State. Akron's garbage, man. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they are a terrible team. Nothing against Joe. I like Sleepy Joe. Is he still up there? Yes, I, I yes, he's, he's a head coach. Okay. And they got the turnover when when they have a turnover. Yeah, they give him a tire and they run around with a tire. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> so that's terrible. But you know what I'm saying? It, this this should not even be a game. This is another cupcake that that you guys. I got to see them last year. They played. Didn't they play Tennessee? 
yep. last year, and they beat them by like 60 points or something like that. Mm-hmm. You should do the same. Kentucky should do the same, and they better do the same. I, I'm kind of tired of them just beating around the bush with these these shitty teams. They need to come out here and put them away. I think we take that. I think we take that next step, Mike. Week three, we're yeah. gonna have it. We're gonna have it together. So I'm looking for a balanced attack and a huge victory for uh, Kentucky, covering the spread. Forty two, Akron ten. Ooh, forty two. Mm-hmm. No tires being thrown around at this game. <laughs> who carry? Who brings that tire in? You know, like, damn, coach, you sure we got to do this? That's about as bad as the turnover trash. Do you can. do you know, that if you're down thirty points? Like, do you, is there like a cutoff? You just say, hey, yeah, don't do the tire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to, you want to be happy that the kid got a turnover, but if you're down four scores, it's like, hey, coach, do we really have to do the tire thing? Right. Uh. I mean, I just wouldn't do it at all, to be honest with you, but it is what it is. But here's the problem I got with your score, Shane. Yeah. Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky. After all this hype I've been giving them, number 14 in the SEC in offensive touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, first downs, and even red zone defense and third down defense. Yeah. Kentucky is not playing up to standard. But here's a a key difference, particularly in a game like this. Mm Mm-hmm. Number two in the SEC in kick return yards because of Barry and Brown. That could be an edge in this game to spark them if they need it. They shouldn't need to be sparked. Right. Because this is freaking Akron, who's got the 102nd scoring offense in the country. Joe Moorhead's doing a hell of a job. But <laughs> I just don't have faith right now. I got to see it from Kentucky. I, I'm, I'm going to stop hyping them till we actually see it. They win comfortably, but they don't cover. Because 25 and a half, that's a, that's a lot for a team that can't score. Give me Kentucky, 33, Akron, 10. So, again, yeah. a comfortable win, but I just feel like they're on the verge of figuring it out, and, and I think that's what happens this week. Everybody figures out against Akron. Yeah. Well, not Ken Moss. He says Arkansas outright wins. <laughs> I don't think so, but we'll see it. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted T. Your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. All right, how about this big one, Shane? Big one. We got a shirt on the line here. Kansas State, three and a half point favorite Mm -hmm. at Missouri. Cousin Shane's Missouri Tigers. Over under 47 and a half points. Noon Eastern, 11 Central on the SEC Network. This is the 99th time these two have met. Mizzou leads the all-time series 60-33 to 33 with five ties. Yeah, Missouri has won 14 straight non-conference games at home. Who wins it? Man, you know how you get off the hot seat talk? Come out and beat a top 15 team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not just beat them, beat them. Everybody looks at that game last year and they're saying, hey, this is exactly what's going to happen again. They're going to put up 50 points on us, and and Missouri's going to tuck tail, and we're going to get out of there. But that team last year 
didn't find themselves, their identity, till later in the season. And I feel like that game was the wake-up call they needed. Mm-hmm. They've been waiting for this. They're coming there. Como, they want to win. They want to be relevant. They, I'm telling you, it's a hungry fan base. This place is going to be locked and loaded. And if Brady, oh, my God, if Brady somehow figures this thing out, if Drink figures this out, this ain't going to be a ball game. You know why? Because Missouri's better than Kansas State. And not and by what I've been getting drug into. I, apparently, they got fans. I didn't know they had them online, <laughs> but apparently, there's a few on there, and they keep you know spouting that their team's better. There's no way. There's no way. You, I mean, you're playing freaking dodgeball. You would rather have you would rather have Missouri's team than Kansas State. They're just they got better athletes. This defense is going to have to come and play. I mean, they've been doing it up to this point, but I want to see it just locked in. And Brady, just don't screw up, all right? I got confidence. If you don't, the, the leash needs to be short, all right? Sam needs to be warming up the entire game because if there's one little plant, planted seed of doubt, Drink's got to put him in there or he's going he's gonna to go down with that ship. So I didn't lock you down for a reason. I wanted to, Mike, but this is kind of the, what I was talking about. I, maybe I am cursed, so I didn't want to quite, yeah. quite put it on him. <laughs> Arkansas fans don't want to hear that, but <laughs> – but I've got the score. I got so many here. Uh, Missouri thirty-one, Kansas State twenty-one. Oh baby, big game, big game. You think Missouri gets score thirty-one on Kansas State? I just got faith, man. I got. I, I'm. Vegas is predicting this to be a kind of a higher scoring game uh, than than games past. Uh, yeah. You know, they're predicting this to be a close game. What'd you say, three and a half, something like that? I mean, top fifteen team. You don't have Missouri in the top 25, but you can't give them more than four points for a spread at home. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think this puts them in the top 25 right here, man. 3-0, and yeah. I mean, if you're beating a ranked team, I mean, it depends, you know, but. Maybe, maybe on the edge. Others receiving vote, at least. Well, Shane, people ask all the time. Yeah. With all your Mizzou hype, with all your Mizzou love. Why do I hate the Missouri Tigers? <laughs> I guess there's just too much Arkansas in me or something, yeah. buddy. But I don't know. But, man, I'm kind of out on them. Are you? I really am. And maybe it's not It's not all their fault. I think they might be playing the wrong quarterback. Yeah. I think uh, the head coach needs to make some, some gutsier calls. I think he needs to go for it a little bit more. But I, I am a believer in the defense, no doubt. But not – not as much as old cousin shade. Uh. So I'm going the other way, man. I mean, Kansas State, of course, they haven't played anybody, but they lead the country in they only allow 38 rushing yards a game. I mean, yeah. that's that's crazy. That's that's freaking crazy. Yeah. That's about all Mizzou can do is run the ball. So it's kind of strength on strength. We'll see who's man enough. But this is a game shame where I think Missouri, the fans, the players, this is where they announce themselves if they can win it. That yeah, we are legit. All the hype is real. Yeah. But if not, I don't know, Shane. I, th- I think it's going to be a long, long week for old Eli Drinkwitz if he cannot win this game. So I'm so awful at picks. I'm going to catch him a favor. I'm going to throw. I'm going to say Kansas State wins it, 24, Missouri 17. Mm. I just I don't think they got the offense right now to do it. See, after they win this, game, I got shirts on the way. And after they win this game, I, that was my bet earlier in the week that I was going to wear a Mizzou shirt. You know, and that's going to be tough because Tennessee's going to be coming off a big victory and everything. Yeah, so I'd want to wear an orange shirt, but no, I'm going to wear Mizzou 
if they can pull off this top 15 upset. And they need to, man. This is The fan base needs this. They've, yeah. they've been on the edge for many, many years. Drink's not had a winning season. It's time, man. It is time to win. So, big, big game this week. All right, how about this one, Shane? We're getting into SEC play now. LSU mm-hmm. at Mississippi State. Mississippi State, an underdog at home. It's rare. Yeah. Almost double digit here. LSU favored by nine and a half. The over under 54 and a half total points. Mm-hmm. Noon Eastern, 11 Central on ESPN. Right after college game day, Shane. This is one hell of a matchup, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of weakness on weakness, brother. <laughs> Mississippi State, 13 in the SEC in pass offense. Yeah. LSU, 14 in pass defense. LSU, number two scoring offense. Mississippi State, seven scoring defense. So, Strength, weakness on weakness, strength on strength. Uh, there's a lot that uh, LSU can do right, but scoring defense ain't one of them. They're 13th in the SEC in scoring. This is just such a damn hard game to read. Who do you yeah. who do you got in the first SEC West game of the year? A lot on the line for both these programs. A lot, man. And there's a lot of people that that view these teams as not equal opponents. You know, there's a lot of people that just LSU's got this one. Why are we even talking about it? But you've not watched any Mississippi State games, man. This is this is some of the grittiest, toughest bastards I've seen this year, man. Right. Mainly on that defense side of the ball. They're going to be coming. They're going to be headhunting. The, they've seen LSU's weakness. LSU got to work on it a little bit last week against Grambling, but I don't know, man. I think that this game is going to come down to – Mississippi State's offense, mm-hmm. something you've talked about earlier. They're going to have to think outside the box. One of the main ones is Mike Wright. You know, he's been kind of quiet. You know, they've got a couple packages for him. I expect a heavy dose of him this week because you're going to need that type of X factor to not just stay in this game but potentially win it. And I think that's what happens, man. I think it, I'm not saying an upset. But I think this one comes down to the damn wire. And I'm going to say LSU just barely wins the game. Morristown Honda in this thing, brother. Mm. I've got LSU 28, Mississippi State 27. Someone said, Shane, that I look like Aaron Rodgers in a couple years when he's <laughs> yeah. no more yeah. exercise and everything. So That's your Achilles there over there, you know? <laughs> Did you see that video? No, I Man, won't watch They say stuff. you can hear that injury, mm-hmm. like, on the field. Like, you can hear the snap of mm-hmm. an Achilles. I mean, it's crazy. And then watching his calves, don't mean to bring up Aaron Rodgers, but that was a that was terrible. Can, can we, we've had this, uh, someone asked us, we, we should really should do this week one every season, but we always forget it's kind of how, who we are, you know? Yeah. Can't. Do the audio, can't do the video, forget everything we said. But we need to explain the Honda Morristown because we always have yeah. new listeners and yeah. they're like, I listen all year. I have no clue what in the hell you're talking about. So in Morristown, there was a, there's a Honda. I grew up in Morristown, Tennessee. Just Honda dealership. Mm-hmm. And down there, they don't do it anymore, but they used to do score predictions for the Saturday games that's coming up. But now, only Tennessee, is, right? Only Tennessee. Yeah. Just Tennessee. And if you're playing a team like Akron, you know, it was Tennessee 48, Akron 3 or something like that. But They never went against the Vols. They never picked against the Vols. I never, I've, I've, one of my favorite ones 
was Oregon. This is back when they were really good, and we knew we were going to get steamrolled when we played these bastards. Mm-hmm. But you went over to Morristown Honda. The score was Tennessee 13, Oregon 12. <laughs> <laughs> it was always nonsensical, made no sense. Absolutely. In Tennessee by one point, because they just didn't have the heart to say Tennessee's no and shot. Either, I'm telling you, brother, if, if there is an upset alert happening this weekend, this is the game. The Mississippi State. I would almost, I was this close to putting Mississippi State Mm -hmm. 28, LSU 27. I'm telling you, LSU needs to be on high alert here. Talk about a monumental win if if Arnett can pull that off. William, I don't know if he's being honest or just joking, but he said, I won Skinner tickets at Honda Morristown one time. (laughs) (laughs) I won Skinner tickets on 103.5 once. I was driving home from work, and uh, caller number 53 Got uh, four tickets to the Skinner concert, and uh, yeah, of course I went. Yep. All right, but I haven't even made my pick yet, so I apologize. So that we just wanted to explain the Morristown Honda, but Shane, I've dug up all these stats. I'll, I'll, I'll throw a couple out. I don't, I don't want to do a ton of stats, but in Zach Arnett's been coaching at Mississippi State 39 games. Yeah. They forced a turnover in 32 of them. Yeah. So they're elite at force. That's what they're going to They're going to have to force turnovers. And Mississippi State offense is going to have to be a hell of a lot more aggressive to compete in this football game. How about this? This blows my mind, though. I I haven't fact-checked this, but this is from Mississippi State, so I, I assume they fact-checked check themselves. If Zach Arnett wins, yeah, he'll be the first Mississippi State coach in history to start 4-0 yeah. as a head coach. So, I mean, again, it's just a little, little nugget. I thought that was pretty interesting, but a lot on the line. I mean, this is – Anyone remember we've had we've got fans now even questioning what the hell's he doing with these play play caller? Why, why do you hire this idiot? Yeah. Why didn't he go air raid? All those questions smashed. If he can win Saturday over a, a top fifteen team, oh, yeah. t- nearly a ten point underdog in a game where Mississippi State fans would like to be a lot more competitive than they have been yeah. in recent years against LSU. So a lot to gain from Mississippi State. This will be the first true test to to show. Zach Arnett, if he's the man for the job, and if these coaching changes he's made are for real. Yeah. But as I watch Mississippi State, and I realize it's only been two games, but if it feels like Will Rogers is not – maybe a fit is not the right word, but it doesn't look he's, like he's comfortable. Yeah. And we got to remember, he's played air raids all throughout college, all throughout high school. This is completely foreign to him. And we got to remember, hell, I, I know LSU got humbled. I got humbled. Yeah. You know, I'm off the bandwagon, but this is still a team with a ton of potential. Yeah. with They can still win the West now. Now that Alabama's fallen too and A&M's fallen, like, they're all on equal footing again to me. Absolutely. So, I think LSU is a significantly better team. And one thing, the main stat that jumped out to me last week in ESCC, Shane, Mississippi State forced five turnovers and only, only cough up one, so plus four turnover. Yeah, and that Arizona game, which is not an SEC opponent, clearly, it still went into overtime. If you're plus four in the turnover margin, and you, and you have to go to overtime to win, that tells me you're not that good of a team, at right. least not yet. So I like LSU. I like LSU big. Yeah, twenty-eight Mississippi State thirteen. I think it's a real struggle. They they figuring out what the hell to do with Perkins. Put him on the edge. <laughs> let him chase after the ball. Mike Wright, I don't think he's got a shot in this game because they're going to put Perkins on his ass. Yeah. Just have him shadow wherever Mike Wright is. Harold Perkins is the perfect defender to, to just spy yeah, him. So, that's good. Uh, I like LSU big. 
All right, another SEC matchup, Shane. Big one here. South Carolina at Georgia. SEC on CBS, 330 Eastern, 230 Central. Georgia favored by 27 and a half points over under 54 total points. 76th meeting all time in the series. Shane, Georgia leads 54, 19 to 2. Who do you like in the matchup? I think this is going to be a sneaky good game, Mike. I really do. Uh, definitely the best quarterback that they've faced this, this, this year with Spencer Rattler coming to town. He's done everything right, you know. Now, the pieces around him have gone, are going to have to have a flawless game if they're going to pull off the miracle and beat two-time national champs, Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Georgia has been a little sluggish out of the gate, and I think that's the key here mm-hmm. is starting strong, getting some points on the board, and then start relaxing into a slower-paced game. I, I try to keep the score down as, as low as possible here. South Carolina's got the pieces to win, to to pull off upsets in this league. They truly do. They've got, I I think, one of the, maybe the, I would say this weekend, the best receiving core in the country. I gave it to Texas A&M, but the way that South Carolina's guys have been playing, fighting for the ball, I mean, there's some dudes, man, physical specimens on the outside if Juice is, is 100%, watch out. I mean, they're going to give Georgia a run for their money. But, <laughs> I mean, it is Georgia. And Georgia is the best defense that South Carolina is going to face. And there's a part of me that keeps going back to the game last year in Columbia. And I know this is two different programs, but it's it's two of the same systems coming back. And does South Carolina have enough to get over that? I don't think so. I think they have enough to beat the spread, mm-hmm. but I don't think they have enough to pull off the outright upset here. I This game's close for a little while. I, I think this is a third quarter, maybe a, a score apart kind of game. Georgia's going to start pulling away toward the end, mainly because of their competitive depth. So give me Georgia sneaking by South Carolina, not sneaking, 35, South Carolina 17. I just think they, they – Why would you say sneaking? <laughs> well, because I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a 17-23 game. Gotcha. You're gotcha. going into the third quarter, and then all of a sudden just Georgia catches fire at the end. Because South Carolina is going to get to a point where they're just going to have to be airing it out. Yeah. And one interception, all of a sudden you got a swing in the score. Yeah, South Carolina right now, best passer in the SEC, but yeah. statistically Spencer Rattler, Xavier Leggett, best receiver. Statistically, by receiving yards, but worse rushing attack, giving up more sacks than anybody. So it's just so one-dimensional. It's hard to see them going into Athens, pulling off this big, big matchup or, or upset. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like the – it's my mojo so bad. Yeah. That I picked Spencer, number nine quarterback in uh-huh. the SEC. It's like it's like he's on a mission, and these Gamecocks are on a mission to be like – they just want to throw it in my face every yeah. week. So. He may have five, six touchdowns in this game. Just to, I mean, that's going to get plat. That'll probably be all over, oh, yeah. all over my timeline for. You all are week booked, long. Mark, more than anybody I know on Twitter. Yeah, oh yeah, because they're about to bring that shit out, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also been down on Georgia. Yeah, and they're pissed off at me. They're like, "By God, we're winning by forty. 
didn't you see we beat North Carolina A&T School for the Blind by 40? I'm like, <laughs> that's fantastic, you know, way to go. So, you know, so I'm, I'm not that impressed with Georgia at this point either, Shane. I realize it's in Athens. I realize, you know, this is these are the games where Georgia and Kirby Smart show up the most. Mm-hmm. But I, I ain't seen it, brother. Yeah. And, I mean, hell, they're having you put receivers at running back. For some reason, Georgia's depth is is not where it has been in, in years past, right. at least early in the season. So I'm a little concerned, Shane, and I've done it before, and I've looked like a complete jackass picking South Carolina to win in Athens. I'm doing it again. South Carolina with the upset, Shane. Gamecocks, 20. Georgia, 45. Upset <laughs> against the spread. My, my bad. Lock of the week. I'll give it a lock of the weeks. I think South Carolina covers. And I think it is. I think it's a little bit even closer, you know, maybe going to the third quarter, fourth quarter. Maybe it is a ball game before, like you said, that competitive depth. Yeah. It, it may not even be as wide. I'm saying 25 points. It may not even be that many. I think South Carolina covers. I, I think they put out their performance of the year. To pull off an upset, does it need to be a, a Spencer game, or do we need to have something from the defense? I mean, what what would South – I mean, because I'm with you. I, I, I do think that this is a program that has an opportunity to pull off some upsets this year. They did it last year. They'll do it again this year. How can they do it against Georgia, you know? Uh, it, what What has to happen? I mean, Spencer has to stay red hot. Right. We got to have plays on special teams, that Beamer ball, right. uh, and the defense got to first force turnovers. Just and a we, turnovers. And, and specifically, the offensive line has got to give him time. Yeah. Because they don't have a running back. Right. They don't have a running game, and this is the worst recipe for playing a, a team of Georgia's caliber. You right. got to have that balance. But if you got elite receivers, hopefully Juice Wells is back. Yeah. To go with Leggett. Time to bust out Nicholas Harbor. Yeah. Trey Knock. We got to bust out all the weapons we got. Get them all going. Yeah. It's got to be a high flying, and Spencer's got to carry us. Does it help that, you know, it doesn't really get loud in Athens? <laughs> uh-huh. You're going to start. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I've touched that one. All right. Game of the week, Shane. Tennessee at Florida. I'm just saying that because South Carolina mm-hmm. clearly said mm-hmm. this was not a loud environment, mm-hmm. but okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Game of the week, Tennessee, six-and-a-half-point favorite in Gainesville mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. Florida, over-under 58-and-a-half points, seven Eastern, six Central, nationally televised on ESPN, 53rd meeting in the series history. Florida leads 31-21. to 21. Yeah. The stat we all heard endlessly this week tennessee has not won in the swamp since 2003 mm-hmm. how about this stat though shane from our, our buddy brad powers out there vegas ha- handicap he's a friend of the show tennessee has never been more than a field goal favorite at florida they've been a one-point favorite and it was and they've been a pick them that's it they've never been this large of a favorite in the series history in games well that that blows my mind what you got in the game brother yeah, well, I want to give a shout-out to a buddy of mine. Will sent me this as well. Tennessee has beaten Florida and Gainesville just three times total over the last 52 <laughs> years. And you wonder why the Gators are so damn confident. And, you know, Tennessee balls, we do this. Every year we think this is our year. If not Until we don't, then it's next year's our year. But going into this game, 
it's moved for me a little bit. After the Utah game, Virginia for Tennessee, I was like, man, we're going to beat the shit out of the Gators. <laughs> and then Austin P comes around. And to, to piggyback that, you got Florida looking like world beaters. And I know it's McNeese State. I mean, whatever. They're a shitty team. But yeah. they ran perfectly. The, the That's what they're going to have to do to beat Tennessee. They're going to have to run the ball. They're going to have to keep the chains moving. They're going to have to keep the ball out of, of Joe Milton's hands. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, it's the formula to win this game. They cannot afford to get behind. Two scores, it's over. Because I don't know if Mertz and company can come back. That They're not built that way. They're built to get a lead and keep it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, how many years? 20 years since we've won a game down there in the swamp? That's a, that's a lot of heartache. That's half my life, man. You wonder why Florida game means so much to me is because there's a lot of times we've come into that game expecting the win just like this one, only to be heartbroken and, and leaving the stadium or leaving the game just miserable because back in the day, there was no way you're getting to an SEC championship. There's no way you're going to the you know, the BCS game, mm-hmm. Florida just ripped your heart out. I, I still, I see Steve Spurrier to this day and I hate the man. I, I think he's a great, <laughs> great guy. Personally he's from Tennessee, you would think yeah. I would, but there's just something about him that Florida, I, I just, so many heartaches. So yes, this is an emotional game for a lot of all fans. And that being said, it's all going to boil down to Joe Milton. Can he do it? Can he spread the field? Can he be accurate? Can he hit him in the damn chest, Mike? That's what it's going to come down to. And, Mike, there's no doubt in my mind that the balls are going to struggle against the Florida Gators. They're going to go down there and they're going to kick some ass. Give me Tennessee 38, Florida 24. Ooh. Tennessee. I mean, two touchdown win in Gainesville. Florida comes back. How many they, twisted they tees have you had? <laughs> Florida gets <laughs> that last score, you know, right gotcha. there at the fourth quarter. So Okay, okay. Well, I'll tell you why you're wrong, Shane. Yeah? I don't think this game's gonna come down to Joe Milton. Because I still I'm still ain't buying the Joe Joe Milton hype. I never I never really was. Get this Joe Milton cup right here. That's where it's at. Look at that, Joe <laughs> Milton. Come on, I believe you, baby. <laughs> If Shane, or Shane, if the balls win this one, mm-hmm. it's going to be because defense that people just overlook, and it's going to be that running game. If they yeah. can run the ball, if they can stop Florida from running the ball, I I think if you're asking Joe Milton to win you the game, you you've already lost it. Yeah, and I'm trying not to be disrespectful because I you know if he just makes a couple big plays, that's what they'll need. They'll they'll need to come out strong, kind of like Utah did in that opener. Hit him over the top, a 70-yard touchdown. That put Florida on its heels the right. rest of the day. That's how you quiet that crowd. That's how you calm the swamp. So I I, I look for that early. They've, they've got to manufacture some way, and, and there's no one better right now in college football than Josh Heupel at dialing up something that the defense ain't ready for. He did it all season long with Jalen Hyatt. You know, they, they throw him in the backfield. They put him in motion. I mean, this is one defense after another. At times, they had no clue where Jalen Hyatt was going to be. We need to see that in this game because I, I think they got to jump on Florida. Yeah. The key to the game to me is, is is Florida a fast start. If they have a fast start, they may win this game. Yeah. If not, I think they're going to get buried. 
Now, Graham Mertz, Shane, he, he's actually been – he's played better than Joe Milton. Let's call it what it is. But I don't think he's got the weapons that Joe Milton has. Mm-hmm. And something I've talked about all week on, on a lot of shows, Shane, these teams are not that far apart when you're talking overall talent. Right. There's two areas where I think Tennessee – one for sure, I know they have an advantage. Tennessee's got a lot of seniors, a lot of juniors. Florida's got a lot of first- and second-year players. Yeah. So major advantage experience-wise for the Tennessee Vols. And I personally think – and this will get clipped and used if I'm wrong, but I think a big advantage coaching-wise. Yeah. Billy Napier and Josh Heupel. I, th- I think Heupel right now has proven a lot better coach. So that's probably the difference right there. But I'm trying not to overthink it, Shane. I, I, I'm the most – reactionary guy out there <laughs> I'm, I'm grounding myself after i've seen a couple weeks a lot of these teams are who we thought they were mm-hmm. and i'm still there with florida until proven otherwise yeah there's a reason i voted them six in the east i think that's probably about as good as they are based on what i've seen tennessee 34 florida 20. I don't even think it's a competitive <laughs> ball game. I really, I really don't, Shane. And and again, I'll, I'll completely change my mind if Florida wins, and I'll oh. say, you know, let's give them their dues, and, and maybe Tennessee's not nearly as good. But I've also said, Shane, that Tennessee, as awful as their offense appears, I mean, number four in the country and running the football, yeah. and Joe Milton's not turned the ball over. Uh, they're just, they're just a, just a hair off. Yeah, it's a little behind. It's a little overthrown. It's a holding penalty there. It's just, I mean, it, it's just little adjustments made, and they're scoring 40, 50 points per yeah. game once again. And they don't revisit it. Once they got the lead, they just, at that point, did not, for some reason, try some of those big plays. I think you got to to beat Florida. You got to stretch the field. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm with you. In fact, I'm so confident in this game, Mike. I'm going to tell, where's the Florida Gators? Where are you at right here? All right. <laughs> Listen. You know our asses ain't one down there in 20 years. So you're just laughing at this video right now, and I'm so confident the Vols are going to win that if they don't, Mike, for every point that Florida beats Tennessee, I'm going to walk a mile consistently. Mm-hmm. So if the Florida Gators come out here and beat Tennessee by 10, mm-hmm. I'm going to walk 10 miles in a row. <laughs> if i got to get up at 5 in the morning to do it, I'll pick one day next week. I'll live stream every mile so you can see. I'll put my little Apple watch out so you can see the actual steps that I'm taking. I I, swear I can I I'm that confident that I'm not going to have to. Mm-hmm. But if they do, I'm a man of my word. I will go out there and I will walk a mile for every point they beat us by. And I can, I can tell the audience right now, cousin Shane is so convinced of a victory yeah. that he'd put walking on the line. Cause I know you hate walking. I, I hate walking. I hate walking. That's why I figured I'd do it in one day, you know, not like 30 days of walking and, and all that, but like one day constantly walking and I can hear him Gator fans right now. As soon as they go up, lace them up. You fat ass. You get out there. I can just hear it now, Mike. Florida Gators. I, I love you, but I just think that you guys are a year away and, and, and nothing against, what what Billy and them are doing down there? You guys got some good teams in the future. So whoever's coach, Dion's going to have a hell of a squad down there. Uh, Carl says, "Sit back, Shane. Grab a couple candy bars. You ain't walking." <laughs> <laughs> 
that's a good oh, one. Oh, man, I hope I don't, man. I'll be turning that shit off soon as they do, though. All right, oh. buddy, I can't wait to watch these games. You got anything yeah. else before we hop off the line? No, man, I love it. This is what we love about it, don't we? It's it's not just the cupcake games week one. It's Now we're starting to get into some rivalries, and it just <laughs> means more, baby. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in, especially on the live show. It's I love interacting with you all and y'all trolling us the whole time. I do appreciate it. I appreciate you, Shane. Enjoy the football this weekend, and uh, I'll be going live on Saturday. Power rankings, whenever the last SEC game is is done, if there's a if there's a big upset or something, emergency podcast always on the table. So be on the lookout all weekend long on the YouTube page over at that SEC podcast YouTube page. But I thank each and every one of you. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go Vols. Come on, Arkansas. Get me a win here. <laughs>